Welcome to the Queensland Racing Preview. I'm your host, Scooty Pippen, and MJ is back at Toowoomba. Does he do his best work at home or away? I'm not sure. You're looking a lot brighter than the last time I saw you, Curls. How have you handled the trip? It was memorable for you because I certainly can't remember the last time I saw you. Uh, (laughs) That was good. Good time. Um, Worked hard, played hard, and um, that'll do me for three months. It'll just be your work for the next three months. I can't play that hard again for a few months after that. Given the way you've been seeing him uh, in the last couple of months, I think you deserve the blowout. Uh, disappointing result. We raised a heap of money for charity, which is brilliant. Uh, we won't dwell on the results too too much. Uh, but yeah, well, I think we both saw him okay in Queensland and tried to make make do with what was what was an offer. Uh, let's get talking about, I guess, the Eagle Farm track this week. The rails out five meters, and the biggest concern that I can see is on the forecast on on bomb.gov.au. Always a great thing to check the weather before you start ripping into the form or start betting and, and get too excited. It looks like 5 to 10 mil on Saturday, but then potentially up to 25 mil on Sunday, and sometimes that weather can come early. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely a concern. We've seen, uh, you know, the state of the track with no rain. Um, obviously, obviously um, you know, rain during the week wouldn't be an issue, and it's just, it just can get... If you get rain on the day, it can cause drama. It gets a lot choppier. Obviously, no time. The water can still drain through, but obviously, any any you know surface water helps chop up the track, that sort of thing. So, it can be a bit tricky. Um, a little bit of reservation for me. It was really, if if there's any question marks about horses handling Eagle Farm and a little bit of rain around, there'd be question marks on those. You know, when doing the form and again. Unfortunately, you've just got to got to wait and see and and, and um, make some decisions there. So difficult, difficult one to sort of blast into um, through you know early. But at the same time, there's been enough sort of exposed Eagle Farm form because most of these horses have raced on this track in the last three weeks anyway. So uh, we get a good enough guide on you know on then. There's obviously those few with a little question mark that's coming up from Sydney or whatever else. So. Um, always interesting if you see the Dooman track the other day uh, on the midweek meeting the rail was 11 and they were coming down the outside fence uh, yeah, it was incredible it's incredible to see but the track was just full of fill it was getting kicked back you know everywhere so it's, it's been pretty dry up here you desperately need the rain and these tracks need some time to recover so hopefully we can get through Saturday on skates you sound like a farmer let's talk about race 7 Eagle Farm interesting uh Interesting race here. I was taken by the win of Vanagirl last time. Uh, I still thought the run of Celestial Falls to to run second was good. She was sort of wide early. And then all of a sudden, you know, is there a little bit of a square up? She might be more suited to a wet track if the rain sort of comes. But, boy, it was a win, Vanagirl, wasn't it? Yeah, it was was one of those runs where I just so keen to see the sectional times because, you know, hashtag BYE, believe your eyes. <laughs> it was enormous to the eye. And then when you see the data on punting form, um, it certainly backs up what we saw. Um, amazing finishing burst from her. Um, 
a little bit salt in the wound here. Uh, I had a little bit of a dabble on the in-play there and I actually had something on Celestial Falls like to lay back in the run because I thought it would lead and, and Van Girl goes back and Celestial Falls will get matched at a shorter kite. Too good mm. for me. Too good for me. They must... <laughs> Vanagirl must have been looking like winning from the from the 500 because I didn't get matched. Um, look, she didn't win by a big margin, but always looked the winner, I suppose. So um, Probably the same race shape here, isn't it? Celestial mm. falls in front of her and um, does she get over the top? She, yes, I think, I think she struck a, well, potentially not a, a wet track before, but uh, I, think she, I think she looks like a tight the horse. That would get through it. Maybe there was a there was a bloke standing on a roof sniping, and that's why you, you saw didn't that. get. I saw that. Uh, you didn't get. Uh, and people are jumping out of trees to have a bet. It's just great for the game, isn't it? I uh, I absolutely love. That. I think yeah, it looks like a racing two for mine. I thought uh, Gay's horse was really good last time. Shahood. We sort of mentioned that he could um, surprise at big odds, and then yeah, it, it sort of fell short. Uh, the horse that we've sort of identified all preparation is Selimade as a horse that's going to improve. She was great last last start, and we both backed her against Wapiti down at the Gold Coast. And your man, definitely not my man, James Orman, uh, couldn't quite navigate a passage for Selimade. Oh, I had to go uh, back to the inside, unfortunately. Is uh, it? It was just totally sick, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I almost thought we sort of joined the leader at the 100, and maybe the leader was... Too strong, mate. That's what I thought first up. And when you look at the replay and the camera angle, may have been a bit deceiving. But um, uh, I don't know. We, what did we cop that day? Eleven, somewhere between eleven and fifteen dollars. Yeah, you know, in that class, and you know, selling my certainly up in grade here. But we've got no Vanna girls. John Ward, and you know, has to go back. We'll go back from the gate and ride for cover. So you know, maybe that, maybe that just gives that half a length advantage to Celestial Falls will be well in front of her. And Salomate will be back there with um, Van Girl. I doubt that she has its finishing speed to finish off with her. Mm. Let's um, let's kick on to the uh, the other group race up there. Race nine. It's the, uh, the Dane Ripper Stakes. Wait for Age, group two. 1,400 for Phillies. Again, uh, looks like uh, a Bjorn Baker runner up on the speed. Irithea Shalwar is going to push forward from an outside gate. Uh, Backrat Baby will be there about. So will Outback Barbie, thought. And then uh, you've got sort of runners like Into the Abyss, Romany Girl. Fiesta was the black book runner for mine last start. I backed it. I thought they showed no intent. Um, people talk about, about certain rides all the time, but that, that was a ride that, Sort of made me sick. Even if you have a look at the replay, all the way up the straight, he's just strangling the horse and was just not, the you know, there wasn't much intent there at any stage. Um, just in my opinion, I thought, uh, yeah, Fiesta printed, presented an okay price here uh, in the early markets around sort of eleven, twelve, thirteen dollars. And I think, yeah, from barrier five, can settle a little bit closer. Some of the figures on, on wet tracks look okay over shorter distances in the in wet ground. So even if it gets to a soft five or there's a lot of water hit, I think she's absolutely flying as the comments and notes that, I, that I've got on her. And for me, uh, I thought she was the, the early value in the market. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you there. Just that, that whole 
race that Shelwa won. Like, yeah, I'm sure someone would have been on social media saying it was a one-goer. Um, winner was heavily backed, had the right run. It's amazing how many times that happens. Um, you know, the stable mate runs second in the race. Like you say, I think Fiesta was, um, was there for the exercise. Um, really, I, like I'd like her in this sort of class, like, you know, in her grade, um, you know, this group, like even at group level in Sydney, last preparation, like wasn't far away. Um, you know, recent one at sort of like 1400 last prep was uh, was the Guy Wilder where she got beat three and a half to Dawn Dawn and Sweet Deal and then on a heavy track in, in the Coolmore. So she is a class animal and um, this looks like a sort of race that the stable would sort of, pin her for she she was good first up and then you know into a group two here this is sort of got got a little bit of waller set for it feel about it this horse i would have thought too and sort of inside draws the waller camper a lot more positive as a rule as well for sure Uh or a fear obviously the one that leads and it's sort of from gate one they've got a very likely just leads and, and holds the front and steers to the best part of the track in the, later in the day, Shelwa maybe yeah. pushes forward outside it from the wide gate. Would have to be aggressive, I'd imagine, as well, or else it couldn't possibly, you know, go back and and run over the top of these. So speed's pretty important. The tempo is important here, and probably Orithia is the one that will dictate that. I imagine. Mm, the other horse that I, I sort of mentioned earlier, Into the Abyss, I thought that was a, a really really nice run last start as well behind Shelwa. And the bigger track sort of suits it. I can remember the run behind Teleplay was okay back in the spring uh, and, and still was okay uh, behind horses like in Isabella in the million dollar uh, Phillies and Mares race at the Magic Means Carnival as well. So I thought they're the best two roughies, Fiesta and Indy But yeah, if, uh, if the leader gets away with murder, it, it might be uh, academic. Well, you look at the, these two have met a couple of runs back. Arathea um, was on speed and beat. Uh, into the abyss of length. Um, you know, Orothea is going to go around here, around mid threes, mid to high threes, and into the abyss is going to be, you know, $15, $16. So um, it's not a lot between them, um, you know, since when they last met. So it'll really, I think what will really determine this is if anything else wants to go forward and pressure Orothea. Hmm. I think um, the other, uh, yeah, m- might be a reverse role for, for Shalwater to be the pest. It'd be, yeah, fascinating to see what happens off barrier 14. Um, yeah, well, not, not forgetting that Outback Barbie's in the race uh, at this stage. She'll be coming off the back up from the Stradbroke. So, um, you know, the stables, that stable is, uh, is pretty good at, at ensuring that the, the right horse gets the right run in transit. So, um, yeah, that could it's another factor to it, and, and you've got horses like Baccarat Baby that want to push forward to find a spot, ready to profit, or want to push forward and, and find a spot as well. Um, yeah, they could like it could set up for something, but either way you look at it, average. You know, if it's if it's moderate tempo, um, Fiesta's still fine in the map. If it's good tempo, she's fine on the map as well. So I think we'll get a slowly run race. No. Uh, the other horse that I uh, had Blackpool was Black on Gold in race five. 
much of the same sort of horses sort of plodding around there. I think it's just got more to offer and more to give. I just don't want it on a, a heavy track. I think a soft would be okay. Uh, I'm going to be covering the, the Eagle Farm meeting on Saturday. Girls, you've got two shifts this week. You've always got a bigger, bigger workload than myself when it comes to the form. But uh, what, Friday Gold Coast? Friday Gold Coast, um, Toowoomba on Sunday. We're starting to get back to some normality in Queensland. I just had a good look at their calendar through July and I noticed that um, from early July, we're sort of back to the Metro meeting Saturday, the provincial Saturday afternoon and then Toowoomba Saturday night. So it'd be nice to slot back into that routine and have a couple of big days on the form and, and it just cram it into one massive day on the pace. Is uh, It's a long day, but it's, it's always fun. Mm, yeah, you'd have to be playing catch up on your replay. And trying to get yourself back after being away for a week, you sort of you got to go in overdrive, don't you? It's been a big few days actually. I've had to go back and do um, to I had to do Toowoomba from last Friday and just uh, revisit the horror, um, which wasn't a great way to start after coming home from four days in Melbourne with you blokes. That's for sure. But got through it and ready to rip, uh, ready to rip this weekend again. Um, it's been wall to wall racing, like even like the next couple of weeks. Um, you know they've wedged meetings like Dolby and Warwick you know, in the midweeks in between, you know, like a Metro Wednesday and a Gold Coast Friday and you know, Toowoomba Sunday for the next couple of weeks. So wall-to-wall racing for a couple, for the next couple of weeks and then hopefully by early July we're sort of back to some normality. But can't complain. We've got product to bet on and um, we love betting. That's what it's about. So. Exactly. All right, we might keep uh, keep the show short and sharp this week and, uh, Kels, you can go feed that... Uh that guard dog, it sounds furious yeah, up there. Great timing, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Good luck this weekend. Cheers, thanks.